Hey, how are you? Thank you for downloading this episode of Extra Healthy-ish. This is the big sister podcast to the one called Healthy-ish. I am the host of both podcasts, Felicity Harley, and they are brought to you by Body and Soul. Do you follow model and TV presenter Laura Dundevik on social media? Well, she is fit and healthy, and she is really strong. She's also health and fitness obsessed, which is no surprises really when you think she is a nutrition coach and a PT, and she has studied a Bachelor of Science majoring in psychology. Now, I've known Laura for a fairly long time, back in my women's health editorship days, and I never knew she battled an autoimmune disease. The beautifully healthy ambassador joins us today to, well, share her journey with this disease and tell Tell us how she manages her health and fitness today. Laura, thank you so much for coming on Extra Healthish. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. And you? Uh, yeah, well, I'm recovering from COVID, but, you know, I'm nearly there. I'm looking forward to getting out and going for a run eventually. Uh, you're, you're poor <laughs> thing and it hits everybody so differently. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Actually, that leads into my next question. How do you stay extra healthy <laughs> in your life <laughs> without COVID? Look, I think, without COVID. I think that staying extra healthy-ish uh, for me, you have to have a really holistic approach to it. So I think you need to have look after your mental health, your physical health, and that in, involves, you know, training and also what you're eating um, and also your social health. And if you're not doing all of that, then, you know, you will see like problems start arising in different areas. Actually, I like that social health. I haven't really heard that term before, but it, it immediately, yeah. because I think we, probably ne- neglect to appreciate how much our so- social relationships and our friendships can the impact it can have on our health and help our health a hundred percent and I think like COVID really really demonstrated that for us yeah um but to me it really comes down to sort of I guess, I guess balance in life and it's something which is you know hard to maintain and it's also the same with all areas of health it's not like you can just do it and then you go tick the box and I'm healthy. It's something that you need to work on every day. Yeah, absolutely. You need to keep readjusting. You need to keep looking at yourself. You need to, yeah. Yeah, checking in on your health. Definitely checking in. Now, behind that picture of health that we see of you on Instagram, <laughs> tell us a bit about the health battle you've struggled with since you were a teenager, right? Yeah, so when I was 16, um, I had glandular fever, which was uh, they didn't diagnose me with that. So they put me on a whole heap of antibiotics and told me I had tonsillitis and I just got sicker and sicker. Uh, and then when I was 21, um, just I'd, I'd literally just done Miss Universe and my throat literally closed over from being so inflamed um, because I was under so much stress. And they did a whole heap of tests and found out that I had had chronic uh, glandular fever, which had led to chronic fatigue, which a lot of doctors don't like diagnosing. So that in itself was a journey. Um, And then also that I had genetic disorder, um, which is called hemochromatosis, which is iron overload. Um, So that there uh, also causes fatigue. And then I have an autoimmune disease. So that also causes fatigue. So, um, okay. Yeah, it was, it was, (laughs) It was a lot um, and I was very tired for a very long time uh, and I sort of learned then to really prioritise my health over everything. So I really do look after and listen to my body now and as much as 
it's, you know, horrible. I didn't like, you know, like they say, once you have chronic fatigue, you'll never be the same again. And I really didn't like that. It sounded to me like a bit of a death sentence. And as much as I didn't like it, and I definitely felt different and, you know, like I was, you know, life was a little bit harder in some areas than it was for other people my age. I decided I wasn't sort of going to let it beat me. So I started doing a whole heap of things, um, started seeing an amazing doctor and with, you know, a whole range of vitamins, exercise, you know, just really looking after my body. I I feel really normal. And in, in some ways I kind of think of it all as a bit of a blessing in disguise because I really do treat my body like a temple. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, because of that, we sort of picked up that other members of my family had the same autoimmune diseases oh, wow. and genetic disorders. Yeah. And I mean, hemochromatosis can kill you. And so, yeah. um, you know, looking at that, we've been able to all sort of pick up and we've picked up so many illnesses and things early in my family and prevented problems just because of that. You know, I have regular blood tests, which I encourage everyone to do because there's literally so much you can tell about your body when something's not right, it'll be out, find a doctor that's willing to look into that. Uh, And, you know, especially with women, thyroid issues are common, you know, hormonal issues. Um, you know, so many of my friends after they have children, they say, look, I'm just not the same. I'm, you know, I, I'm finding it hard to, you know, I'm really tired or I'm having issues with my weight. And, you know, you need to find someone, a doctor that's willing to look into that for you and just make life that little bit easier. So does it still impact you today? And how do you manage your health today? If I get sick or I'm under a lot of stress or I'm not getting enough sleep, I kind of just it takes me a long time to recover. Uh, so with that, I've had to learn, as I said, to prioritize my mental, like my, my physical health. So if I, you know, have a really big day and I'm supposed to be going for dinner, I've learned that it's okay to say no. It's okay to say to people, I can't go today. Can we make it tomorrow? And I'm by no means a flaky person, but I just, <laughs> I, I, if I'm, if I've had a really big day, I get really bad fatigue headaches and, you know, it's just, so definitely that, um, making sure that I do drink enough water, as I said before, I'm on a whole heap of supplements, um, which I'm, I'm working obviously with Beautifully Healthy. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to mention it yet, but they're going to be stocking biocuticals soon, which is okay. so exciting for me <laughs> because um, my doctor has me on, you know, just supplements like yeah. zinc um, and vitamin E and things that can help bring down inflammation in the body. Um, so just things like that that sort of help me, I guess, um, to get through that. And so, like I said, just listening to my body has I've gone leaps and bounds ahead. So will it be be something that will you'll have to deal with for the rest of your like just manage it? I mean it sounds like you've got a good yeah. handle on it now. It's definitely if you manage it, you can sort of pretty much live normally. I think probably two or three years ago I was under a lot of stress. And stress is the worst thing for your body. Like literally the number one killer is stress. Um so I like with psychology, I'm obviously like, I'm naturally quite an anxious person and a perfectionist and an overthinker. And I've had to sort of go, you know what, like stress is not worth it. It doesn't change the outcome, calm yourself down. And probably about two, three, three years ago, I was under a lot of stress and I just like literally was so tired. I'd get out of bed to do something and two or three hours later, I'd need another nap. And then I'd get out of bed and two or three hours later, I need another nap. And I went straight to the doctors and they did a blood test. And, um, a normal person's there's AST and ALT for your liver readings yeah. and a normal person 
fits sort of, I think, between 20 to 30. I think that's the normal reading. And mine was at 130. Wow. And the doctor was basically asking if I party or if I do anything <laughs> because it's, and I was like, no, like, I'm like, literally like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I like to lead a healthy lifestyle. I'm not sure what else it could be. Um, and basically they had to test me then um, to see if I had like, hepatitis, if I had cirrhosis of the liver, if oh I had goodness. liver cancer. Um, and it was basically that because of my genetic disorder, I had a bit of iron overload. Um, so I had to have a venesection and, you know, obviously went back to normal and my liver's all normal now. But like I said to you, it's that constant thing of checking in with my body, yep. making sure everything's okay. And that's probably you know, the, like the worst that I, that I got to, but I cleared it up very quickly. And I think that's the thing. I like to get on top of things nice and early. We'll be back after this short break with more from Laura. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts. What about nutrition? I mean, you're a nutrition coach. How do you approach this, well, with the health stuff? Yeah, so as I was saying, supplements are amazing. Um, And then also what you put into your body is so, so, so important. Uh, And I have been using um, an app like as a, like an idea, like to give you a guide. So my fitness pals, wonderful. Um, and basically like I go through periods where I'll log my food, yeah. not as a means of going like, Oh, you know, look, I've had this many calories. If I want to lose weight, I have to eat this much. Yeah. But until you do that, you did not get a full profile of what you're eating. And so, you know, there was a point when I did it and I was literally having maybe 20% protein in my day and 60% fat, you know, without realizing and protein is so important for, you know, your the health of your body, you know, and low protein, your hair, your skin, all that sort of yeah. stuff. So understanding that, um, you know, I've got a grandmother that had osteoporosis and I was having no calcium. Yeah. So definitely with nutrition, having a look and, you know, I'm a big fan of, I love sweet treats, but what I tend to do is, is when I'm around my friends, I eat whatever I want to eat at home. I keep nice and healthy and I don't believe in cutting out all junk. I think the way that I do it is I say like, prepare to fail, fail to prepare, I'm sorry, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. And so for me, I keep like a whole heap of treats. So a beautifully healthy, they've got nice little, uh, like health lab protein balls, um, you know, little like protein chocolates, things like that, where you can have a look, um, and they're cleaner sort of treats where for me, it feels like I'm having a nice little chocolate at night, but it's doing something for my body. It's giving me, you know, like, as I said, I'm a massive fan of acai bowls. Um, but you know, the toppings that I put on those they're all thought about um so yeah just kind of making sure that my nutrition is helping me is really important are there any foods that you you know that you go to that you include in your diet you think right I have to eat broccoli or I have to include kale or I mean I'm a bit of a berry person but is there anything like that for me um I think definitely like they say you know you should eat all the colors of the rainbow 
variety is super, super important. Um, obviously having this iron overload problem, my biggest thing is I can't have vitamin C when I have protein. Ah, so yes. the two of those makes my body store it. So that's the only thing that I really look out for. But other than that, I try to eat a mixture. Um, and at the moment I'm eating Everfit meals. So for them, I've got like, like a nice healthy queen meal preparation that comes to the house. And it just means that I'm eating a mixture. Um, and then on top of that, I try to just really look at my macros. So making sure that I have the right balance of carbs, protein, and fat. Um, and that's my biggest thing. I don't cut out carbs. I don't cut out fat. None of that. I just try to make sure that I'm getting a balance of everything. Yeah. Good, good proportion of each. Now we talked yeah. a bit about fitness in healthy-ish, but for those who didn't listen to healthy-ish, tell us a bit about your exercise philosophy. Uh, for me, exercise, I very like it's it's something that's part of my everyday. I grew up with very, very healthy, active parents, um, but I don't put pressure on myself with training. It's something that I enjoy. So it's part of my social life. I train with friends. I don't set, I, I get lots of the time when I do like a Q&A on Instagram, people go, how many times a week do you train? This week, it could be seven times a week. Next week, it could be one. Yeah. I think that, you know, obviously I aim for about four times a week. Um, but I think consistency is key. And I know that if I've had a really busy week and I'm tired or I'm jet lagged or whatnot, and I push myself to train, I'm going to regret going to the gym, do half a workout and have a really negative relationship with training. So for me, it's something I look forward to. I do a mixture of things. I, like I said, I box, I do marathons, I just anything to keep it interesting and fun. Um, and yeah, I just kind of find I like that. The only thing I'm not very good at is yoga, but like, I guess do you do it? Do really, you do it? No, try. Like, I can motivate myself. Like you could tell me to go and run twenty k's, and I would prefer that. Oh, you don't just, have to like it. You have to do something that you like, right? I know, but my mobility, like I need to do it. I need to. I just, I, whenever I'm in a class, I just feel like I stand out because it's like even downward dogs are struggle for me. Oh, know? I think they're a struggle for many people. Don't worry. I'm sure <laughs> the person next to you is also saying, can they just hurry up and end the pose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, your mental health, how do you keep yours in check? Uh, for me, mental health is really about checking in with yourself constantly. As I said before, minimizing stress um, and the, never underestimate the importance of sleep. I have the best sleep set up at home with supplements. I take magnesium every day as like a muscle relaxant uh, and I take a daytime one just because I'm not very good at taking supplements at night, but I take this beautiful love sleep tea from Beautifully Healthy. I've got a nice little uh, in essence set up with um, some like diffuser, uh, like a beautiful diffuser and some nice essential oils. Um, and I think that, you know, sleep really sets you up for the day and allows your body to recharge. So that's such an important part of mental health. So do you have a routine? I mean, it sounds wonderful with all those oils I and everything. I really <laughs> I really do. Um, I love it. I think like, yeah, I think like for me, it's like once that goes on, it just, it's, you know, I, the, the essential oil that I use is actually a sleep blend and it knocks me out. I'm gone for the night. So it's got lavender in there, a little bit of citrus. It's beautiful. Oh, sounds lovely. So what are you up to right now? What are you working on? 
Um, so I've really had a really great start to the year, which has been lovely. So I'm obviously working with Beautifully Healthy, as I've mentioned, um, working with Dyson, who have been incredible. Um, so, and I've just signed another contract, which I'm not allowed to say yet, but another great company. I'm working with a lot of brands that I really love and use um, every day. So that's been really, really great. Um, and then I've been working on my acting quite a lot. So, oh, wow. This is new. There. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've always loved it. So I was actually, I've, I've done acting since I was younger and did quite a lot um, before, but I've really been focusing on it sort of in the last year or so. So oh, very exciting. Okay. Well, watch <laughs> that's exciting. Yes. <laughs> Laura, thank you. It was lovely chatting to you today and uh, thanks for coming on Extra Healthy Ish. Thank you for having me. What do you think? Laura on Home and Away? I can already see it now. She'd fit perfectly into that show. She would be great. Or perhaps reaching for the stars in Hollywood. Anyway, watch this space. I'm sure we'll get her on in a couple of years and her name will be in the headline of some big movie. Anyway, all the best, Laura. If you want more from us, Extra Healthy Ish, we publish a new episode for your wonderfully healthy ears every morning, Monday to Thursday. For more info, head to bodyandsoul.com.au or make sure you're following us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in to my chat with Laura. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay extra healthy-ish. doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.